0: Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee Married, Married Life. Life. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your wonderful round of applause, your energy. You're bringing it today. Now, thank I appreciate you. It. Yeah, you appreciate it. We appreciate it. We appreciate We appreciate when the audience brings the energy. And so, okay, welcome to another episode of Doug and Renee. Married life. 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 life. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Everybody Yes We appreciate all of you who tune in We don't take it for granted We don't take it lightly That you take the time to listen to Doug and Renee Married Life. Life Yes So it is the beginning of the month And traditionally we start a new topic And if the Lord says the same And we believe the Lord has said the same So this month, the seventh month of the year, which happens to be July, we are mm-hmm. going to talk about... I was going to say
0: this seven means whatever number. Seven is the number of completion. Completion? Yes. I thought three was the number of completion.
1: Three is the number of the Trinity. Oh, the Trinity? Stop playing. Okay. Anyway, okay. <laughs> we are going to talk about...
0: Drum roll. Date me. Who, me? Yes, you. And you too. Damn, yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> so we thought we had a conversation and, um, you know, we these topics pop up in either one of our heads and we have a conversation. And we thought that the month of July, mm-hmm. the seventh month, which happens to be the month of our anniversary... We would talk about dating your
0: spouse. Dating your spouse.
1: Yes. And how important that is because um, we've been married for long in, time. <laughs> in, in, three, in a little less than three weeks, we are going to celebrate 35 years. 35 years.
0: Yeah. To God be the to glory. God be the glory. To God be the glory We're going to celebrate it somewhere As Elder Holder said White sand, blue water
1: Yes But We wanted to Take some time To No but Take (laughs) Because it's not really about the anniversary But we want to A lot of people always often People often say How did you stay married for 35 years? Oh
0: yeah And Yeah we get to ask that question
1: What's the secret? Well, one, there is no secret. No secret. You do it God's way. you want God's results. Exactly. And I think through the years, we haven't always dated each other, but we have learned in this stage of our marriage how important it is to date each other. Having a date night or uh, just doing the things. You, You can chime in.
0: No, and I, I was going to say, what well, I am going to say, in the early stages, well, one, no one ever told us this when we, were, when we got married, and um, we didn't go through premarital or anything like that when uh, we got married in 87, so that wasn't even an option or a thought process, but prior to us getting married, we used to go out on dates literally every week. Every weekend, we yes. We would go somewhere. I had my little part-time job, and you would just eat up my little check. <laughs> 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 he, he's not lying, y'all. <laughs> a little part-time job. I get paid. Like, we going out somewhere. McDonald's, Burger King, usually to, a movies, to the movies or someplace like that. And um, that was before we got married. So we, we dated a lot. We went out a lot. We did. Well, uh, before we got married. And then we got married when the military and I just fell off. I'm just gonna be honest and put myself on blast. I fell off because I didn't understand the significance and the importance yeah <laughs> sound like your mother uh, the importance of <laughs> <laughs> enunciate that word of, of dating of continued mm-hmm. continued dating through marriage, and I didn't understand that and. It wasn't until, oh, my God, I don't even know when the first time I heard of a marriage ministry, as far as when we were married, a marriage ministry. That's true. And so I didn't understand the importance of continued dating, continued dating throughout marriage. And I think that was part of that contributed to some of the problems we had was that I didn't continue to put in the effort, especially when I got out to Davy. Uh, Being in the Navy, being deployed, um, I don't want to use that excuse because I could have did a better job also um, when we were, I say we because you were in the Navy with me. Uh, You went through all of that deployments with me, all those deployments with me. So, but even that, when I was in the Navy, when I got out the Navy, didn't understand the importance of continued dating. And then, you know, the kids, the boys were younger, had to... We prioritized them and maybe mm-hmm. had it things out of whack, out of mm-hmm. order. Yeah. And I'm not gonna let you take
1: all the onus because no, no, uh, well, I, I didn't, I, I didn't
0: I, do my part again, the kids. We didn't know. And and I don't I think I can speak for you. We just didn't know the importance of continued dating even through marriage.
1: Right. We didn't.
0: Yeah. And we, that that we were, that we definitely, were, I, in my opinion, it contributed to not looking back.
1: We were busy focusing on paying bills, raising the kids, making sure the kids had what they needed, but that was, um, in some regards, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it had an adverse effect on us because we didn't, we didn't, we didn't emphasize ourselves. The yeah. emphasis was going to work, pay bills, take care of the kids, and we got lost in the mix of that.
0: Yeah, our house was out of order.
1: Right, and we would hear all the time, people would say, those kids are going to grow up, they're Mm going to get grown, they're going to move out, and then it's just the two of y'all. Yeah. And so this is a good place for those who have young kids for you to just really tune in and think about this. Your kids are going to grow up, they're going to move out, and if your whole marriage was... Or is. Is being built upon raising children. And then when the children move out, then you and your spouse are not going to know each other. You and your spouse are not going to have a true union or relationship because it was all built on raising the kids. And then when the kids grow up and move out and have their own life, what are you all going to
0: do? Because the kids are going to grow up and hopefully they do move out your house.
1: Yes. Inevitably, they're going to grow up. And hopefully, they're going to move out. <laughs> and when they do go off to college or uh, start a career or get married themselves, then you and your spouse are going to be looking at each other like, who are you? Yes.
0: That's, yep. You hit the nail on the head. Who are you? You're not the person I married. Well, you're not the person I married because people change. Yes. And, and you, you said it. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. You just focused on... The kids and you know, baseball, football, basketball, um you know, ballet, all these different right. things that come up, school projects, all these different things. And then when you go on vacation, or when we went on vacations, we took the kids with us. Yes. So we didn't we did not invest in each other during those times, during those years. And I would and I'm trying to think when did we find out about a marriage ministry in our marriage? You know, as far as our marriage, what year? I'm, I've, been, I've been mulling that over in my head. I'm trying to think, was it.
1: I would when dare we moved say. I would dare say it was when we moved up here and probably 12, 13 years ago.
0: Wow. So that was year 20 something? 22?
1: Yeah, this, is, this is 22. So I would say probably around 2008,
0: 2009. That we found out about a marriage ministry. Wow. So, yes. yeah. So if you, if you are part of a local church, if your church has a marriage ministry and you're married, please join. It is super important that you be around those like-minded individuals because they will help you. They'll strengthen you. And I don't want to get too far into marriage ministry, but we just we both agree that it is important because it'll help with the date night. Or yes. Keeping dates up.
1: Yes. Yes. And something you said that was so um important that I want to go back to is you said we didn't invest in ourselves because we were investing in all of our energy and all of our money was invested in the household, the children, the yeah. children, you know, what do the children need for school? What do the children need for sports? What events do we have to travel to for the kids? All of that was around, surra- and we don't we don't take that um, for granted or lightly. We don't regret mm-hmm. investing in our children and making sure that they had what they needed and had sports. But we didn't include ourselves in the process. Yeah. So when we say date me, we're not just talking about going out on dates. We're talking about um the the um the financial aspect mm-hmm. of it. Yes, going out and spending money, but then the physical aspect of it. Because when we are um, dating someone, we kind of uh we we put our best face forward. Mm-hmm. We right? We do. So when people get married, um, we I'ma go back to being married. So when you get married, you kinda let your guard down, you get comfortable, you get uh, comfortable, you get, complacent. you get complacent. You know, the the teeth comes out, the wig the come the, the wig comes <laughs> <Yeah>. off, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what? And the 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 fake nails come off and you kinda let yourself go. You you know, in other words, the masks come off. Mm-hmm. Um, you get too comfortable, you know. You you start being okay with with snoring in front of your spouse and cutting loose your flactuates around <laughs> your spouse. I'm just keeping. I was it. wondering
0: how you was gonna word that.
1: I'm just keeping it real and I'm keeping it raw, mm-hmm. you know. And you you become selfish. Yeah, true colors. Yeah. So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like, okay, this is who I really am. Um, When you become comfortable, you don't try to clean it up anymore. This, Mm -hmm. you know, this is who I am. And in the spirit of being transparent with your spouse or being vulnerable, those things are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that shouldn't be it you yeah. when you were dating, you held in your flatulence. Your flatulence. You kept the hair tight. You kept the face beat, as mm-hmm. they say. Beat. Uh, beat. That's a term for if you get your face uh, makeup. A makeup artist. They say, "Who beat your face?"
0: Oh, for real? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Where, you think, where, you, where you hanging out at? Who you hanging around?
1: <laughs> so you got your face made but up. You your question. face beat.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm
1: in the know. All right, okay. that's all you need to know. I'm in the know. Right. You in the know? <laughs> um, and so, but when we're dating, you know, again, we get dressed up. We look our best. We act our best. We make sure we smell good. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to tell this story. Of most of the time we're on time. Most of the time, yeah. for the
0: most part. And if we're not on time, we'll call and say, hey. Well, now we text. Hey, I'm running late. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. We don't just show up when we show up like, yeah. okay, go ahead. I don't want to cut with, you off.
1: With excuses. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we again, we just put our best foot forward. And um I wanted to tell this story about, um, you know, one day you came home and you commented on what I wear around the house versus what I wear during the week or what I wear, you know, going to the gym. And that made me realize, well, I guess, you know, God just kind of said, you know, you, first of all, you should listen to your spouse. Sometimes you want to listen to what they're saying, but also hear what they're not saying.
0: So, Doug, what so, did I not say?
1: so you didn't say, I want to, you didn't directly come out and say, I would like when you come home to see you with your hair done or dressed a certain way. You told me the way I was dressed, which implied the way you would prefer
0: to see me dressed. I'm confused. And I was there in the conversation. I'm confused. Okay. What you just said.
1: So you, okay. So let me go back to the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you made the comment of, you know. I don't like that shirt you have on. It's all loose and, and you know, it's hanging. It doesn't fit you right. You mm-hmm. like me wearing clothes that look uh, put together and clingy that show my shape. And mm-hmm. um, and so you made that comment about what the shirt I had on, which told me that you would prefer to see me in I'm, I'm, something other than that Something better looking than that Something that's not loose and hanging off of me mm-hmm. And I go back to um, Some years ago I had this sweatshirt You couldn't stand it Use like, It looks like the flash dance uh, sweatshirt That remember. hangs off of you I don't remember And I ended up throwing it away But that was the most comfortable sweatshirt So anyway Let me finish my okay. story And so that made me realize that I had stopped dating you, I was comfortable. You know, I had trained my clients, did whatever, and by the time you came home, I was in comfortable mode, mm-hmm. and I had on my sweats, I had on my my loose fitting shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know how my hair was looking because it was probably disheveled, mm-hmm. and but I realized when you said that, I said, okay, I have stopped dating you, and I would. You know, wear my cute workout outfits. You made comments about that before. And when you came home and saw me in my, you know, frumpy, loose, relaxed loungewear, that was not dating you. That was me in my comfortable wife mode and not my I'm still trying to impress you
0: mode. Generally speaking, most men are visual. Generally speaking, most men are visual. So... In this, in our story, I I go, you know, I go to work. You work from home. People can't see my hands, mm-hmm. and so you go to the gym. Like you said, you you train your clients, so you have gym attire on. Mm-hmm. I don't get to see your gym attire,
1: which is close fitting, you know, spandex, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. yeah. kind of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody been to the gym? Go to the gym. Most women wear gym attire. Most, generally speaking. I don't Let, get to let see. me
1: let me chime in. I am mine is clean. I keep it clean. I ain't half dressed in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: You're still married uh, to me. You
1: know, you're giving people visual uh since this is a podcast and you know they this, you know, they saying you see how women dress in the gym. I don't dress like all women in the gym. Okay,
0: okay. people can't see your hands when okay. you doing like I'm just like all women in the gym. <laughs> I got my sister hand going. <laughs> like I keep it clean, gym. y'all. But okay. I was saying that to say most men are visual. Yes. And so I didn't get to see you dressed that way, and I, and this this was a recent conversation we had. This it wasn't is. years ago. This was recently, and so um, I, I thought the way I said it, I wasn't trying to be confrontational. You know, old Doug. You know, harsh, whatever. I thought I said it in a nice way. You did. But, okay. So, um, but what I wanted to say was, and I said this. This would be my third time saying it. So for those of you who are listening, most men are visual. To my sisters out there, ladies out there who are listening to us, your husband is visual. So I'm not going to tell you them. I'll talk to the men, but I'm just letting you know. Generally speaking, most men are visual. That's all I want to say for the fourth time. Yeah, So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) so, so in other words, he sees you when you're in your frumpy loose outfit and you're not putting your best foot forward. But also, he sees that person in the office or that person when they go to the gym who are dressed a certain way. And you want to make sure that you continue to be his eye candy. Um, so again, put dating is not just, when we say that, we're not just talking about going out to dinner or going out to a show or going out to the movies. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Putting your best foot forward, putting your best face on, um, embark on an undertaking with as much effort and determination as possible you like you still want to impress your spouse, you still want them to see you and say, Wow, you look good, mm-hmm. wow, you smell, you, know, good. you smell good, you you know, wow, you know, thank you for." Take whatever, we talk about this often, their love language, whatever their love language is. If it's, you know, stroking their hand, stroking their head, uh, act of service or, you know, giving them a hug when they come in. And, you know, when they come in the house, if you don't have kids at home, you know, dress in something seductive or provocative or dress in your birthday suit. Um, oh yeah, or, <laughs> you know something that's going to uh, grab their attention in a good way. Not that's going to say, "Oh, she got that bonnet on her head again." Mm. Oh, mm. So you you hear his? I don't wear a bonnet. No, you don't. I, I, I don't. Um,
0: but we've had that conversation.
1: Yes. Um, oh, she got those curlers in her hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got that that old lady gown on, or. You know, and, and I'm talking, it sounds like we're only talking to the women, but the same goes for the men, too. Oh, I men, to, I was about to hit the men. You got to have your best foot forward too. whatever it was you did to get that woman to marry you, whether it's buying her gifts, maybe her love language is um, receiving gifts. Maybe her love language is the same as mine. Words of affirmation. Always telling her, you look good. You smell good. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing that. You're a good wife. Oh, you take a good, you know, you take um, good care of the kids. Whatever it is, men, you need to do it too. So I'm going to let you hit them
0: too. So coming, going back to the gym. Okay. You know one of my, my pet peeves. Fellas, take a shower. That's a pet peeve of mine. It's putting your best foot forward. And even when you come home, take a shower. I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to want anything sexual from your, from your wife, but just again, putting your best foot forward, take Mm -hmm. a shower, put on cologne, you know, put your best foot forward. You used to always wear cologne, you know, when you went to the office, now you're working from home and you kind of got lackadaisical in that area, Mm -hmm. but just take a shower and put your smell goods on. You would smell good for the people in the office but you, but now you're working from home, smell good for your wife, smell good for your children. Because you're, you're raising, you're showing your children on what they should expect or how to treat a woman, how to, what to expect, you know, as they get older. So, you know, put some, take a shower, put some cologne on, dress up. Don't always put those old shorts on, that old T-shirt. As you said, we know it's comfortable. I know it's comfortable. I've had shorts that my wife threw away. She'll she's gonna deny it till till Jesus come back that she threw away those shorts. I did not throw away those shorts. Those shorts, well, they must have disintegrated. What, I don't know what happened
1: to the, to those raggedy terry
0: cloth shorts. <laughs> but and again, that that goes back to we wasn't dating each other when we got married, and so we're not we're not. Oh, I'm not saying you can't wear sweatpants around the house or you can't. You know, right. wear shorts around the house. But make it, don't be more, don't go out and, I guess I'll say it this way, don't be more attractive to people outside your house than you are to the your spouse inside your house, if that makes sense.
1: Yes, yes. And if you're going to dress up going out, make sure you dress up at home too. Yeah. You yeah. know, you can't be one-sided where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving the house,
0: so I'm going to make sure I look good. Mm-hmm. And then when you come home, you don't look good. Yeah. And um, there, there are times where we go out, and you're like, oh, you dress like that? And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. I, I want to be with you. And I'm like, yeah, if I go out, you know, I'm be looking. Ooh, ooh, yeah, he, he's dapper, y'all. He,
1: he, <laughs> he's always put together with his dresser tie. If it was up to me, I would be comfortable all the time, but he keeps me on my toes. I'm comfortable. And I, I, think, I think that's a good point. You know, sometimes you could take a cue from your spouse, where you just have a conversation. Hey, babe, I just feel like being comfortable today. You okay with that? Mm-hmm. Your spouse may say, you know what? I'd rather see you dress. I was looking forward to us dressing up together. Then y'all dress up together. Um, or if y'all going to be comfortable, be comfortable together. Yeah. long as it's still, you know, where you're not looking totally jacked up. And y'all go out and he's <laughs> looking at somebody else because the one he with or the one she's with just is not put together at all.
0: I'm going to um, say it again. Generally speaking, man of visual.
1: Yes. So continue to be their eye candy. Speaking of eye candy. So I do have one scripture. Oh, um, it comes from judges 14 and seven. And it says, then he went down and talked with the woman and she was right in Samson's eyes. And that goes to the point where Doug said, men are visual. So Delilah, um, if you don't know the story about Samson and Delia, Delilah, please read it in the book of Judges. Uh, Samson, a man of uh, strength, lost his strength dealing with this, um, with this woman who knew that he was visual and made sure that she presented herself in such a way that was attractive to Samson, mm-hmm. which was a distraction to him in how he lost his strength and, and eventually lost his life. That's, that's me summing up the story. But it's definitely a good Bible story to uh, familiarize yourself with. But I wanted to read that scripture because it's just a reminder that, again, that what Doug was saying, men are visual So you want to be attractive. You want to be right in your husband's eyes. You want to make sure that you appeal to his senses. And um, again, like Doug said, it doesn't always have to be sexual. Eventually, it'll lead to that. But you want to continue to date your spouse by putting your best foot forward, dressing nice, smelling nice, looking nice, acting nice. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh, (laughs) going out and uh, spending time together. And one of the last things I want to say is the thing I appreciate about us going out on dates when we go out is we're in a different environment. We just get to sit and talk and continually get to know one another and just have pleasant conversation there there have been times we've had deep conversations Mm -hmm. funny conversations um but it's just been um I think in this stage of our marriage in our dating we're bonding and um getting closer to one another
0: because yeah and and I totally agree and I was thinking about where did we go last time Uh, we went to eat um I'm not gonna say the name of the restaurant. They're not sponsor of this podcast. But we went to eat and we just had <laughs> we just had a pleasant conversation. Again, we're we're in a different stage where, you know, kids are older. Is and you still talk about your children, but just in a different way. You know, even though they get older and move out. They, they have, that's a whole nother set of issues that come up when they move out. Uh granddaughter, we have, we have our granddaughter. Well, she wasn't with us when we went out to eat but oh we went out to eat this morning for breakfast and we did yeah so we and i and i'm just amazed how god has kept us 35 years coming up on 35 years for all the things that we didn't do correctly Mm -hmm. you know and, and speaking of dating each other we did not after we got married i couldn't tell you looking back on all the years, how often we went on a date because we were in a state, we were in a location where we didn't have family. So it was just us yes. and our sons. So it wasn't like we felt comfortable leaving our boys with whomever. So it was just us. And wow, if you, if you have your family close by or, or a good friend, somebody you feel comfortable with, And I know we're living in a day and age now where you can't leave your children everybody. I get that. I understand that. And you definitely don't want to leave them home by themselves before they're age appropriate Mm -hmm. to be left home by themselves. But if you can, you know, ask your family member or somebody you trust to come over or take the kids over so you and your spouse can have uh, some quality time, I definitely highly recommend it. Highly recommend it.
1: Yes. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us.
1: We hope something that we said encouraged you strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any Questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.